Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Big Dave Wrestling Podcast. Gonna do a little peanut butter jelly time today. That's right, it's the news and rumors segment from the Big Dave Wrestling Podcast. We're gonna try to do this every week for you, ladies and gentlemen. AEW all-out pay-per-view tickets went on sale today. Did they sell out? And how fast did they sell out? Also, we're going to talk about Stomping Ground, John Cena. We're going to talk about Sasha Banks. And we're also going to talk about some head figures not at Monday Night Raw this week. So, guys, make sure that you're sharing the podcast. We've got so many new listeners and followers. We're just growing every week. It's been a wild week, man, for your boy Big Dave crazy week just been busy um trying to get things off the ground with this plus also working uh social media man golly it is something else you know god forbid you have a different opinion than somebody else you know Uh, man we're getting so soft here america we're getting so soft but i'll tell you what is not soft And that is John Cena. That's right. John Cena evidently has come out and stated that he has had uh, accidental erections in the ring. And I wasn't going to cover that, but since we was talking about all that stuff, I figured uh, it'd be a good segue. And now I kind of regret it. But hey, you know what? He can always do the five knuckle shuffle. All right, guys, we're going to go ahead and go into our uh, Anchor advertisement that I want you guys to really listen to because if it wasn't for Anchor, I wouldn't be able to get out and reach out to you, ladies and gentlemen, like I am right now. So let's just go ahead and thank you again one more time. And also remember, if you would like to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter at David Vaughn Lindsay at David Lindsay 76. Also follow me on Facebook. I've got two pages on Facebook. The Big Dave Club, which is on Facebook. Uh, And you can also follow me at David Vaughn Lindsay. That's V-A-U-G-H-N-L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, David Vaughn Lindsay. Also, man, I am on Instagram. If you'll look me up. Also, you got the Big Dave Club on Instagram. And you also have D-V-L Music. And that's my personal Instagram account. So you guys can follow me on all of those social media sites. Make sure that you're following me to stay up to date. So you'll know when I will be releasing brand new videos, brand new episodes, things of that nature. All right. So guys, we are going to go ahead and go into this ad. Make sure you give it a listen, guys. Okay. So you'll know exactly how you too can start your own podcast from the Anchor Live app. And this is the Big Dave Wrestling Podcast, peanut butter jelly time. And we'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back for the peanut butter jelly time segment. Now, you're probably wondering why I'm calling this the peanut butter jelly time. And here's why. Uh, An old interview I saw with Jim Ross, good old JR. I believe it was on the... uh, 
Ultimate Warrior, Destruction of the Ultimate Warrior DVD that came out years ago. And um, he was mentioning how there was always this rumor that the Ultimate Warrior had died. And when he came back that second time, it was a different warrior, which I believed that as a kid. I heard that as a kid. There is still people today that believe that to be true. They truly believe that the Ultimate Warrior died and then there was a second warrior. And of course, Jim Ross denies those claims and says, you know, that was a rumor. And wrestling and rumors goes together like peanut butter and jelly. So that's why uh, I, that's, I've dedicated this segment to good old JR, uh, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, uh, wrestling announcer of all time. So that's why I call it the peanut butter and jelly time. So again, I don't want to harp on this too much, guys, but... Um, you know, everybody's been showing me so much love with this. I want to thank the listeners. This morning, I received a few emails, and these emails informed me that the uh, Big Dave Wrestling Podcast has now been picked up by some different uh, sponsors or um, basically some different podcast sites. So uh, there's now multiple venues and multiple avenues that you can listen and view the Big Dave podcast. Uh, I keep saying view. There's no videos up yet, but we're going to talk about that later. So I want to give a special thanks. I could uh, share all these links online when I share the podcast, but man, that's a lot of stuff. I may try to, I may try to figure out a better way to do it. But anyway, right now, guys, as of this morning, the Big Dave Wrestling Podcast has been picked up by pocketcast.com. And, of course, we are on Spotify, but I went ahead and got that official email today. We are now on RadioPublic.com. We are also on Breaker.com. And today we were approved for Google Podcasts, which is great news. Still waiting on that iTunes podcast. I guess that will be coming up soon. Usually they're like the last one. So PocketCast, Spotify, RadioPublic, Breaker.com, and Google Podcasts. And, of course, the Anchor app. You can get the Big Dave Wrestling Podcast on all of these uh, media outlets. So, guys, I want to thank you so much. Uh, we've only been doing this a week, so that really means a lot to me. Also, like I said, guys, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And um, I'm soon looking to start a YouTube channel uh, so I can share videos of myself doing this. I just feel like YouTube is a great outlet and I believe you can reach a lot more people through YouTube. But before I get to YouTube, I'm going to need y'all's help. Okay. And what I need y'all to do for me is if you go to the Anchor app and you go to the Big Dave Wrestling Podcast, there is an area there where you can sign up to donate. And I believe it's from 99 cents a month to $10 a month right now. And if you guys can go and donate to this site, what that does is that gives me an opportunity to get better equipment, better mics, better editing software, cameras, and things like that so I can shoot better videos. Um, with, with more revenue, I can turn things over better. I can uh, advertise more for the site and for the podcast. So if you guys are listeners, this is completely optional. You do not have to do this. This is completely optional. Uh, but if you feel like you'd like to donate 99 cents a month to the Big Dave Podcast, well, go right ahead, man, because what you're going to do is you're not, and I say this every time, you're not only helping me, you're helping a bigger cause because I stand for the everyday guy. 
And y'all know that. I am just like you. We're, we are no different. And if, if I can succeed and do something with this, then everyone else can see that. And, you're in, and it's an inspiration for everyone else. And I'm not trying to be cocky here. When I see my friends do well and do things, it's an inspiration to me. It motivates me. So well, let's go ahead and uh, at least look at it. You don't have to donate. Just at least go and check it out. All right. And again, this is completely optional. But all of this is so I can advertise more. And like I said, I'm wanting to get this YouTube page started up soon. So uh, guys, you know, there's a lot of content creators in the wrestling community. There's a lot of, um, you know, Facebook groups and all these different, you know, uh, internet people on YouTube and podcasts. There's, it's, it's just flooded the market. So I'm just a small fish in a big pond right now. And I don't claim to want to be anything bigger. I just want people to hear me and I want people to enjoy the episodes. So once again, if you go to the Anchor app, there is a place to donate. And we're going to go ahead and get that YouTube channel started and everything else. Now, to the peanut butter and jelly time. The reason we're all here. Now that I have shamelessly self-promoted myself. AEW All Out Pay-Per-View Tickets, Sears Arena, Chicago, Illinois. Tickets went on sale today. It sold out today in 15 minutes. 15 minutes. I'm not exactly sure the number of the total of uh, tickets sold, uh, but I'm, I'm sure it was probably around 10, 12,000, maybe more. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But it just got released about an hour or so ago that it has sold out in 15 minutes. So for everyone that said that AEW was just a flash in the pan, and for everyone that said that AEW could not sustain this type of continued success that's three pay-per-views two technically but you know they have sold out three shows now quick in under 15 minutes all three of them in under 15 minutes and there were still people you know in the queue waiting to get tickets you know i'm on a lot of these sites and all these people was trying to get tickets it was like all these different fans in these communities just posting how they were I saw one guy was, you know, 12,000, 27,000 in line, 22,000 in line, something like that. You know, that's crazy. That, that shows you there is a following, there is a fan base for AEW. Now, I'm not going to sit here and just, you know, tell you that AEW is the savior of all things professional wrestling. But what I am going to say is this. If you are a professional wrestling fan, and you were not excited about AEW, then you're not really a wrestling fan, in my opinion. And I'll tell you why. I love WWE wrestling. I have watched it my whole life. When the Monday Night Wars were going on, I was a die-hard Monday Night Raw guy. I was a die-hard Stone Cold Steve Austin guy. You know? I never liked Goldberg. WCW, I, I loved it when it was before the Monday Night you know, Wars, back when I used to watch it as a kid. Um, but, you know, I, I did not like Goldberg. I liked Ric Flair. I liked some of the guys they had on WCW. But to me, the product was lesser than Raw. So, yeah, I switched back and forth just like everyone else. But I was a diehard Monday Night Raw guy. So, it's not like... 
I'm some, you know, fanboy who's just going out here and hopping on the next bandwagon because that's not the case. I wasn't a TNA guy. You know, I've watched Ring of Honor. I couldn't really get into Ring of Honor too much. I do enjoy watching New Japan pro wrestling, uh, but, you know, that's the whole different style than what you see over here in the States. So AEW has got my attention for multiple reasons. And one of the main reasons is their continued success of selling out these shows. They have no TV exposure yet. Zero TV exposure. And they have sold out three major shows in less than 15 minutes in the United States. I mean, if, if that's not something to get excited about, because even if you do not like AEW, even if you do not like independent wrestling, and you think it's you know a bad product, you have to admit it gives opportunity. There's somewhere else now for these guys to go. And you know there's some NXT tapings that went on, uh, and you know there's some spoilers. I don't necessarily want to go over the spoilers because I know NXT did eight weeks of taping. They taped their product all the way the past this this past week. They've done eight weeks worth of taping, so they're booked up until Toronto Takeover NXT Toronto. Um, but my, but my point is, you know, you're going to see some of these guys, you know, NXT is going to incorporate that indie feel, you know, and I understand that they say NXT is kind of a niche, niche audience. I think I'm saying that right. Um, and it's true, but it's true because these are the guys that are really, their audience are the ones that are the most invested in the product. So if it, it gives opportunities for these guys. It allows them somewhere else to go. You might see, and the reason I'm saying about the spoilers, you might see, like Tyler Breeze, some of these guys that we've watched on Raw and SmackDown and 205 Live go to NXT again. Now, they used to do this like with OVW. I remember the big show went back down to OVW. Mark Henry went back down to OVW. Those were demotions, I guess. Not necessarily demotions, but almost like a rebranding, a repackaging of that product. But the reason they went down is because they were in horrible shape. They weren't in wrestling shape, and Vince knew they needed to go down there until they could get in shape. Well, you're seeing guys... I'm just going to let the cat out of the bag. There are some guys that have come down to NXT, or come up, rather, to NXT now. Okay? There's some more other than Tyler Breeze. And you're seeing this, I think, because just like I spoke the other day about Apollo Crews, how he could benefit from leaving the WWE, he could benefit to go into NXT. Guys like that now have a different option. So like I've said from the beginning, to me, the war really is not between Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, and AEW. It's really not. Raw and SmackDown is a television show directed for children, family-orientated product, and it's there to make money. It's there only to make money and promote the pay-per-views, which we all pay $9.99 a month to get. Okay? The real war is between AEW and NXT. 
The only war that's going to be going on between AEW and Raw and SmackDown is the ratings war. And yeah, that is, I guess, the end-all, be-all. But to us fans, who is the better product is going to be more than what the ratings say. Does that make any sense, what I'm saying here? I guarantee you NXT's ratings are not as good as Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. Okay? But it's a superior product to Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. Okay? So, you know, AEW, All Out, they have announced Hangman Page versus Chris Jericho for the AEW title. And that belt, I love that belt. I think it looks great. Some people think it's a little gaudy. I think it looks great. I love the belt. We've had that announcement. You've got Moxley versus Kenny Omega. That's another great match. You know, these are matches people are interested in. You know, and I've had conversations with, you know, friends. And, you know, a lot of people think that AEW still needs a few big names. And my argument to that is yes and no. With who they have right now, they can push on for a few months at least. Because, yeah, you've got, we're talking about the two main events that are announced already are going to draw. Hangman Page and Jericho for the title. And then you have John Moxley versus Kenny Omega. That's going to draw already. We haven't even got to Cody Rhodes and Dustin Reynolds. We haven't even got to the Young Bucks. We haven't even got to the lower cards like the Havocs and, and uh, Jungle Boys and, uh, you know, uh, MJF and... You know, we, we haven't even gotten to touch those guys yet. We're not even talking about the women's matches. You see what I'm saying? So you've, you've got enough right now for a few months to keep pushing. And guess what? As months progress, contracts end. And at some point, there's going to be a guy that's going to be another big name like Dean Ambrose and... Some they're and you know what the cons are going to offer him more money, less dates. Come on home. Why would you not take that? Now I have heard there's been talks. You know, like you know Vince and Stephanie have said. You know, if you leave, you're done here. I don't believe that. Number one reason I don't believe that is Vince is almost done here, and that comes to being on Earth. He's in good shape, I'm sure, but man, you're 70-something years old, bro. Like, you don't need to be holding grudges anymore. Those grudges need to be let go. And how much longer can he continue at the... Vince is not a normal person. If you do not know this, Vince is not normal. This man's work ethic is reportedly unheard of. But, you know, I think if a guy like... Oh, I don't know. Randy Orton was to come up right now. He's a part-time talent. Vince is going to offer him something to stay. It better be nice. Because how much time does Randy Orton have in the ring anyway? You think Randy Orton wouldn't take more money, less dates for a few more years on a, at AEW? Do you think he's afraid he won't get inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame? That is a joke. The WWE Hall of Fame is a work. It's a gimmick. It's a prop. I've heard stories of guys leaving their plaques from the WWE Hall of Fame in the hotel room after they left from the WrestleMania event. 
So, you know, there's not, is not too crazy to talk about. The war is not with the ratings. Because I'm going to tell you guys something. The ratings are going to be close off top from the very beginning. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Because the fan base that's watching Raw and SmackDown, how many of them know that AEW is coming to TNT in October? A lot. I would say 90% at least. Okay? They're already going to want to watch. They're already going to want to see what it is that's going on. And they're going to tune in. And when they see the product, they're going to say, wow, now this is wrestling. It's not sports entertainment as much. So those first few weeks, maybe not. I could be wrong, but I really believe it's going to be competitive ratings-wise from the jump. Now, they are going to have to continue to get new names. They're going to have to continue to put us, give us good storylines. Can they do that every week? That's the question here, guys. They're doing really well right now. You know, with the uh, uh, AEW, the YouTube stuff that Cody Rose and the Young Bucks and all those guys do. You know, they do really great with that. Can they do it? on a bigger scene consistently week in and week out. We'll see. That is really the question. Now, as AEW all out sold out in 15 minutes, the next WWE pay-per-view stomping ground where they're kicking names and taking ass. Has not even sold out yet. And uh, from what I understand, the arena holds about 23,000. And, you know, they push it down to, uh, I, I think the sales are so bad. They've pushed it down to like 10,000, 10, you know, for the show. ten to 13,000 for the show, I think. Uh, if you go online right now and look at Stomping Ground and see which seats are available... There are really good seats still available for Stomping Ground. And it's in what? Less than two weeks away? Like major seats, floor seats, still available. Now, I think a lot of these, the reason is the booking. We're getting the same matches that we've seen for the past two months, three months. I think another reason is a lot of these guys, I mean, if you follow the community... People were lined up to try to get tickets for this AEW show. And now people are saying, well, I might just go to SummerSlam or Survivor Series. But they're not talking about going to Stomping Ground. They may sell some tickets today because the AEW sold out and now there's something else going on. But what's that tell you guys? In 15 minutes... They sold out. Stomping Ground is still not sold out. And major seats are available. I don't know, guys. Maybe y'all can say I'm crazy. But I don't think I'm crazy. You know, the numbers don't lie. John Cena is now uh, a part of the Fast and Furious franchise. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I have never watched one episode of Fast and Furious. It's not my thing. 
I don't, I'm not a car guy. Just not my thing. But good for him. Um, you know, he was a no-show at Stomping Ground. And, uh, you know, he does not agree with the politics of Saudi Arabia. And just like Kevin Owens and uh, who was it? Daniel Bryan. They refused to go because of that. And I believe Sami Zayn wasn't able to go because even though he was born in Canada, he's of Syrian descent. So they wouldn't let him go. Aleister Black couldn't go to Saudi Arabia because he has tattoos that look devilish. Yet Finn Balor comes out as the Demon King. So go figure that. Um, there was supposed to be a women's match at Saudi Arabia, from what we heard. Uh, Nat Natalia was going to face Alexa Bliss, but they actually flew over and everything. Um, but they had the uh, it was it was it was shot down by the Saudi Arabian government. They said no. So these ladies drove 16, 17 hours, flew, not drove, flew 16, 17 hours to go to Saudi Arabia for nothing. Um, but it, it does seem that um, it's going to happen. I saw somewhere where Stephanie McMahon actually posted, uh, this will happen someday. And Saudi Arabia has guaranteed the WWE that when it happens, they're going to let them be the people that, you know, forefront this uh, revolution or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Um, now, if you remember, I think Sasha Banks might have been slated for this, but we haven't seen Sasha Banks since WrestleMania when her and Bayley lost their women's tag team championships to the Iconics. Sasha requested her release... They didn't give it to her. They told her, hey, how about you just take some time off and think about it. She's still not come back. And there's been all this talk now that Sasha has been seen going to the studios to record stuff for uh, the WWE 2K20 game. And so, oh, that means Sasha Banks is coming back. Not necessarily, y'all. Not necessarily. Because if you think about it, they could contractually... She could be contractually obligated to do this with the WWE 2K. And plus, it's cool. Who doesn't want to have their, their own likeness in a game? You know? So she could show showed up and done that and then say, Oh, I'm still not going to wrestle. I'm still not going to come to the... You know? I mean, she's going to be in the game, obviously. So that's a big thing for the WWE is that those video games. And on multiple levels. On a financial level and on a, it's like, um, just like when I would play with my action figures as a kid, I would make up my own stories, make up my own stuff. It's, it, you know, it, it draws imagination and then thrives you into the situation, just like the wrestling game. So when you're watching Raw, you know, you can go back and do the same thing on your game or change it, do it the way you want to do it. So Sasha Banks doing that. That don't mean she's coming back. But at some point, what are they going to do with her? Is she just going to... I mean, she has to come back, and then they're just going to bury her? Um, or, you know, they could have her come back and she sit backstage and just draw the money until her contract runs out. But, she, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming she has to eventually come back before she can wrestle again anywhere else because she's under contract. 
And the WWE's not going to release her. You know that. <laughs> Why would they release Sasha Banks? That would be a big loss for them. But, uh, yeah, Sasha, we haven't seen her since WrestleMania. So we'll see what happens there. But like I said, the reports are that she has shown up to do some recording for the WWE 2K20 game. Now, here's where we get into some real peanut butter and jelly. Old Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer has reported that many of the head honchos were not at Monday Night Raw this past Monday. Vince was not there. Uh, the head writer, Kevin Dunn, was not there. Stephanie McMahon was not there. And Triple H was down doing the NXT recordings. They did eight shows, like I said. Uh, so the next guy running the show is a man by the name of Ed Kosky. And evidently, from reports of Dave Meltzer, uh, Ed Kosky was running around like a chicken with his head cut off backstage. And who could blame him? I almost feel bad about uh, shitting on Monday Night Raw now because for the first time in a long time, we haven't had all of Vince, Kevin Dunn, and Stephanie, and Triple H running things, and it was a shitstorm. I, I mean, I, I, Ed Kosky, why couldn't you had have had the best Monday Night Raw in years? And said, look, Vince, look what I did. Instead, you're scared running around like a chicken with your head cut off. But who can blame him? I mean, if you had to work for Vince McMahon, who could blame him? I mean, this guy fires people for taking photos with other wrestlers that aren't in his organization. He's fired guys for smiling the wrong way on camera. Get out of here with that. Uh, speaking of ratings, which I spoke of earlier, and this is why I think the ratings are going to be, you know, very comp very competitive at the jump for AEW and Raw and SmackDown. Raw, this week, ratings, 2.13 million. And SmackDown... A little less of 1.93 million. That's down 12% from this time last year, as reports have it. There has also been talks of Shane McMahon uh, possibly being the, U the WWE champion. Guys, you know we've been talking about Shane O'Mac. We've talked about him and... Uh, I told you guys, there's something going on. They're wanting to give him a big push. There's a big match coming somewhere. And I have heard different stories, different outputs, things like that. These are all, of course, rumors, speculation. But it would make sense, wouldn't it? Would it not make sense? Uh, what was it? I think it was uh, Wrestle Talk. The guy was saying he's beat he's beat Roman Reigns. He's been on a win streak. He's been the most uh most exposed superstar on the shows. He's been getting the most TV time on both Raw and SmackDown. 
And what's how's that going to happen? I don't know. But if if they're doing it just so Roman Reigns can beat him for the title, um, just to get Roman Reigns over, um, they have no idea how bad that will backfire. They must think everybody's pro-Roman Reigns now just because he came back from the leukemia scare. Uh, that's not the case. Sorry. Don't get me wrong. You know, we're all glad that, you know, he's in remission and we're all glad that he doesn't have this anymore. It's a horrible thing. Almost everyone I know has a loved one or a relative that has been affected by cancer. And I honestly feel like the WWE kind of uh, made this to be a bigger deal with Roman Reigns than it really was. You know, so now you can't boo Roman when he comes back. He just beat cancer. You're right. You can't boo him. To you don't know wrestling fans like if you don't think they won't boo him out of the building. Nobody wants to see Roman Reigns with the title right now. Everyone wants to see Roman Reigns turn heel. We have wanted a heel Roman Reigns for years. And Vince won't pull the trigger. Just like he wouldn't pull the trigger with John Cena. But I've got to tell you, Roman Reigns ain't no John Cena. Okay? John Cena come out every week with his colorful shirts, hustle, loyalty, respect. He would salute the troops. He'd never give up. Roman Reigns comes out in a black bulletproof vest looking thing. Talk about this is my yard. I'm the big dog. It's all about him. You know, that's not the baby face that is going to carry like John Cena. I'm sure he sells merchandise. But come on, man. We want Roman Reigns as a heel. Let him turn heel. Then they'll get behind him. You watch. It was just like The Rock. They hated The Rock. Turned him heel. Then people said, huh, The Rock's kind of cool. Then guess what? He's the biggest face of the company. Could have done the same thing with Roman. But I'm afraid you've done it. If you do it now, it's too late. Who knows what will happen there? Um, like I said... If they put the belt on Shane McMahon, <laughs> oh, God. Does Vince really think Shane is a badass? That's what I want to know. Does Vince McMahon think, oh, my son Shane, he's going to kick his ass. He's the baddest son of a bitch on the rosters, my son Shane. He come from my loins. The best in the world. The WWE Champion Shane McMahon. God, could you actually, I could actually hear it. And you know, like I said, that'd be okay if they do a storyline of a battle of power. You know, between Triple H and Stephanie and Vince and Shane. That would be okay, I wouldn't mind that. But if they do it just to put Roman Reigns over or something like that, Nah, I'm not into it, man. Don't really care. Uh, let's see. Where else are we here? 
see where we can go. Um, I listened to the Xbox One Two Three podcast. You have Road Dog on there, and uh, Road Dog was talking about how you know he he was a SmackDown writer for a long time, and he quit that and went down to NXT, and he's working with the talent NXT now. Says he really likes it down there, uh, and he's enjoying his new role. And um, you know, I, it's, it's so funny to me. You know, you've got Triple H down there, you've got Shawn Michaels down there. I think Xbox actually went and helped, and Road Dogs down there now. Um, it was like DX down in NXT, isn't it? Um, you know, I, I can understand where Road Dogs coming from because sometimes you work for people that are just too hard to work for. I used to work for a manager when I worked at Radio Shack that was unbearable to work for. And, I mean, got to the point to where, you know, I was almost at fisticuffs with this guy, you know, multiple times. And um, when you leave a situation like that and go somewhere else, it's very relieving and uh, and uh, you actually enjoy what you're doing again. So good for Road Dog. Uh, that's good for him, and I'm glad he's uh, enjoying his new position. I think he's slowly getting adequated to everything. Um, you know, I don't think he's actually in the writing right now, if if I understood the interview correct. Um, which he did a lot of the writing for SmackDown. But he left because he was frustrated with Vince McMahon, always changing the script last minute. Uh, so... That is that for Road Dog. Uh, also, Sean Spears has signed with AEW. Many of you know him as Ty Dillinger in WWE. He's officially signed with AEW. He was at the uh, last pay-per-view they had, I do believe. Uh, I'm not sure, but I do believe. Uh, but he has basically said he is now with AEW. So good for him. And uh, hopefully he'll have some good matches there. You know, there's just another guy... On the undercard, when we start talking about the big names of AEW, we're forgetting, you know, they've got these guys too. You know, a lot of great talent on that roster already. So, you know, I think they're good for a few months until some of these other contracts run out, and that's when the war of uh, superstars really starts. We're going to take a quick break, guys, and uh, we'll be right back after a quick break. I just wanted to uh, get some different... Um, stuff in front of me here so I can continue on with this. I've got some more news uh, that's just come out, so I want to bring that to you guys here in just a second. So stick with me, guys. We'll be right back. All right, guys. So going to go ahead and get into some of the breaking news that I've seen on the reports today, this morning. Uh, first off, talking about John Cena earlier. John Cena uh, uh, sat down with Sports Illustrated and they asked him about his possible return into the WWE. John Cena basically said, I'm not quoting, I'm just kind of ad-libbing here, basically said that, you know, he's got a lot of opportunities right now. He wants to basically try to take advantage of all the opportunities he has available for him. Um, he also said that, you know, he doesn't know exactly where he fits in the WWE product right now. Um... They mentioned AEW and how would WWE need John Cena to combat AEW. Uh, John Cena said, well, you know, again, I don't know where I fit in. 
But if anything, I would definitely not leave the WWE. I love the company. I love the brand. If I didn't have all the stuff going on, like the Fast and the Furious and everything, and I was just sitting idle, I would still be having these questions of, am I losing a step? You know, and I still would not want to leave AEW. If it was all like, if he didn't have all that going on, basically he said he would go down to the NXT Performance Center and, uh, share his wisdom with the younger talent. Um, I get that. Uh, he said something in there. He said, you know, you think back to 2009, 2013, 2015, people were asking John Cena then, you know, how much longer do you have? And he said, you know, that's a question that, you know, constantly comes up and he has to, he has to make that decision for himself. If he feels he's losing a step and can't be at the top of his game. And you got to respect that, man. John Cena is one of those guys, you know, that, you know, I was an anti-Cena guy for a long time. But you have to respect what he's done. And you have to respect him. Uh, good good on John Cena. Good for him. So, also, Lars Sullivan has reportedly uh, going to be out of action for a while. Uh, he had an injury. They didn't think it was a big deal to his knee. Turns out it's a bigger deal than they thought. They won't know more until they do an MRI. Uh, but poor Lars Sullivan. Man, here's a guy who got pulled up from in. He got injured in his last match in NXT, if you remember. He had his jaw had to be wired shut or something. Then he never comes back to NXT. He gets called up to the main roster. When he's supposed to debut on the main roster, he does it because he suffers from anxiety. And evidently was having panic attacks. So that went on for months. He finally gets his match. He finally comes out and debuts at Super Showdown to a, a match that many of us scratched our heads at of why they booked it that way. He Then he actually has the match we all expected him to have on Monday Night Raw. And now it looks like he's going to be out for a while. Um, that's... That's just bad luck, man. That's just horrible. I feel bad for Lars because, man, you're going to get lost in the shuffle, bro. And I was never really big on Lars anyway. Like I said, he was basically just a new Gene Snitsky to me. So I hate that for Lars Sullivan. Hopefully, you know, he'll be able to get recovered and come back and be great. But, you know, that's not good for him, I don't think. Last but not least, Stone Cold Steve Austin has reported today that he is going to bring back his, uh, of course, we, we, he already reported the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast is returning to podcast one after a brief hiatus. And he reported today that his first guest is going to be Tony Khan, who is the president of AEW Wrestling. Man, if Stone Cold Steve Austin gets wrapped up in with AEW, I don't want to see him in the ring. I don't want to see him wrestle. But just having Stone Cold Steve Austin on your side, that is huge, man. I would love to see Stone Cold Steve Austin back at some capacity. I don't know how much of an interest he has in it. Um... He may not be interested at all, but Stone Cold was is probably my favorite of all time. 
And I think everybody loves Stone Cold Steve Austin. And you want to talk about winning the ratings war? Put Stone Cold on Tuesday Night Dynamite on TNT. Put him on there. Just show up. Just show up. Hit somebody with a stunner if he feels like it. You're talking about ratings through the roof. All the old fans, the old Attitude Era guys will, will want to see that. As long as they don't turn into WCW where they're getting all the old talent from WWE, but they're not. They've got a lot of young, youthful talent. And uh, But if I'm very excited to hear this interview uh, that Austin's going to do with Tony Khan. That is going to be a big, big interview, and it could shake up some stuff here in the wrestling community. Okay, guys, once again, I want to thank all of the listeners, all of you that have tuned in and listened. Uh, remember, guys, you can uh, download the Anchor app. You can leave me a voice message on Anchor. So if there's anything today that you heard that you agree with, don't agree with, just want to comment, go to the Anchor app, leave me a voice message, and I will play it on the next episode that we do. Um, and, you know, if it's good, if it's not, sorry. Uh but yeah, you know, listen, let me know what your thoughts are. Also, I want to give a special thanks again to all of our new providers that have picked up the Big Dave Wrestling Podcast, Spotify, PocketCast.com, RadioPublic.com, Breaker.com, and GooglePackPodcast.com. Once again, you can find the Big Dave Podcast at all of those podcast providers and uh like I said, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and I am looking to start up that YouTube channel, but I need your guys' help. So make sure you go to the Anchor app. You can leave a small donation. You can leave me 99 cents a month. Heck, if I had 40 people do that, I could buy some new stuff for the you know new equipment, put that into advertising, things of that nature. All right, guys. So it is Friday, so you guys have a good weekend Please be safe out there and tune in next time and tell your friends about the Big Dave Wrestling Podcast. It is peanut butter jelly over.